Kokorongo kite tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body Ko te reo whakahei, ko te reo pōwhiri, tēnei o taringa e whakapāho atu nei kia koutou. E ngā iwi, e ngā mana, e ngā reo, e ngā tautāngata, e ngā huihuinga, e ngā tōpū mana. Nau mai, hoki mai, anei ki te punua pāho o taringa e whakapāho atu nei i te pīki taone o te aumutu. Me tētei atu taone tōna pīki nei, tokoroa, me tētei taone pakupaku nei a kirikiriroa. Ana ko mātou tokotoru tēnei tēnei ata, ko mātou, ko e Erica, ko Jared, ko MC Grammar in the fare. Me te aroha ki a te puaheiri i tēnei rā, hoi anō, i wāna nei hoki anei tātou e hoa mā. Kia ora hui hui tātou katoa, coming at you i tēnei ata under the auspices of Te Wānua Aotearoa with the support of Te Māngai Pāho and Irirangi Te Motu. There you go, boom! There we go, kia ora, kia ora. Kia ora, oh, e tai. You know, I just love the way you're able to to change your voice and your and the way you deliver our mihi, and then you go to this real deep tone, ne te whānau. <laughs> we must be in for a real awesome episode uh, i tēnei rā. Nō reira, tēnā koe e tai, uh, e whakatau nei, tēnā koe e raka e pēwhiana. Ah, uh, e ora pai ana a hau. Yeah, no, actually, pretty good. Um, I don't know if, well, you guys know, but... Yeah, I've got some mahanga baking in the oven, so... Oh, yeah! Yeah, and it's going great! <laughs> and you've got that beautiful glow. Oh, thank you've you. got that beautiful <laughs> mummy glow, Erica. You've got that natural glow. Kaitamara kuiki aya, Erica. The natural glow. Oh, natural glow. Suzanne Paul. Was that it? Suzanne Paul. <laughs> what an awesome panui. Ngai taringa. There, Erica sharing with the rest of you that she's got some mahanga. Kāpai, we've got some new members of the whānau. Mm-hmm. And do we know a due date yet, Erica? Oh, hey, te raumati. Oh, te raumati. That's when it's wetter. Oh, no. There's a, there, <laughs> like, there's a due date, but twins usually come a bit earlier, so... Oh, kā rawe. <laughs> Kia pai mai hoki. Mena. <laughs> ah, nā reira e hoa mā, tēnā tātou. Ah, tēnā tātou i ngā mihi whakataua praone. A takuranga tira, i a tātou, i a koutou ngai taringa, o tira ki a tātou katoa mm-hmm. i tēnei rā. And of course, it is my pleasure to be back with you. It's been a little while. Mm. Um, and of course, you know, we're going to be having a look at another one of our grammar sessions. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, uh, you know, just to let you know that the kiwa that I'm going to share with you today, I want to give a little bit of, of history. So um, I just told our friends, Praone and Erica, that I'm just getting ready to go to a tangi. And the tangi is for our last uncle. So um, my grandfather was in Ormsby. And this this oh. kaumātua who passed away, he's the last of my grandfather's siblings. Nō reira, um, te kaumā ono rātou ngā tamariki. Ai. Wow, nice. he tiwi i e rāwā e hoa mā. Oh. So um, he's the last of 16 children. And of course, whenever I used to listen to this kaumātua, Uncle Les, I used to hear my grandfather yeah, so just the way that his voice was very similar to my grandfather's, 
the way they used to express things was very similar to my grandfather's. And so whenever I had the opportunity to sit with him, my thoughts used to return to our old people because, mm. you know, they had a similar way of, of talking. And anyway, this kiwaha that I want to share with you is something that my grandfather and grandmother used to use all the time. And the kiwaha is inākoa. Inākoa. Koe nei tātātou kiwaha o te rā, ne, ko inākoa. Inākoa, I-N-A, space K-O. Oh, great. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, ko te I can remember, you know, as you would on the Sunday, my grandfather would be at the table and we'd just finished having a, a repi-repi. Ka pai o a re-repi. Ha, repi-repi. That type of porridge. Oh, come on, brownie. Ha, 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 te repi-repi. Well, I, he repi-repi, he re-repi rānei, and we used to call it the Māori porridge. It's it's pretty much flour and water. <laughs> Aye, it's an edible glue. It's an edible, edible paste. Glue. <laughs> Do you sweeten yeah. it with anything? Oh, yes. Okay. You've got to have Amurine. it with cream and brown sugar. Oh, yeah. right. Anyway, we'll be sitting there and e mato, and then he would get out his newspaper. And my grandmother, she was terrible for looking over people's shoulder. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so she would be behind him looking over his shoulder and she, and I would hear her say, ah, inakua. Yeah, and inakua in that context meant can I have a look or let me see? Oh. Yeah. Ah, pai. So that's how she would use it. Inakua. Inakua. Mm. Can I have a look or let me see? Now, I remember them having a fight as well because there's also a rude way of expressing things. And when she was being rude or impatient, <laughs> instead of saying inakua, she would actually say ikua. Wow. Yeah. She would say ikua. And I thought to myself, what the heck is she talking about? And my grandfather would turn around and say to her, geez, you're bloody rude. You know, so she would be looking over his shoulder going, Igua. Mm. And, you know, that was a rude way of using that kiwaha, you know, a very demanding, assertive way. Okay. But the full kiwaha is actually inakua. And I think it's good for some of our taringa listeners out there to know that actually you can have kiwaha and shortened forms of kiwaha as well. But inakua is the only one that I'm aware of that I heard used in our whare. So would ikoa be like the same meaning, but you're, instead of saying, can I see your... That's exactly right. Aye. Okay. And, and you can see the change in the... Yeah, ikoa. That's exactly right. Jeez, man. Kaya koe e tahi kiwaha, like ngā kiwaha paku paku nei, like your ero and um, <laughs> he raue. And I, you know, kara no ka rongo i tēnei whakamahinga o te inakoa. Aye. Yeah. So... Mm. So that's the context in which I heard it. Now, when I went to university, I had the pleasure of studying under Waldo Ho. Oh, I know that name. Aiko Warutau. Mm. And he actually used to use inakua a lot within his kōrero. And in that context, he would use it to mean for instance mm. or in particular. Oh, yeah. 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 So there was a different context to the inakua that I understood when I was growing up. Yeah, and you know, tera whakamahinga te mea i a wareto, a wauro. Oh, he was a crack up. You'd have to use that within a sentence, say, engari ko tāuna i rongoai koe i tō kaumātua i tō koraua. It was a stand, uh, tō kuia, tō tipuna. It was a standalone kiwaha. That's exactly right. Oh. I, yeah. So the inakua, like, give me a look, let me see. Now, that was a standalone kiwaha. Mm. However, the kiwaha uh, inakua, which means, for instance, or 
in particular, you know, that sort mm. of context, it would have to be used in a longer sentence, you know, as, right. as part of something. Pie. I could remember Waldo saying, Inakwa, kia tirohi e tato e nei whārangi, mai te whārangi so-and-so, mm. te whārangi so-and-so. Mm. Yeah, and so and now we could see the context in which Inakwa was used there. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just wondering, like, would you have, when he would be using this, would you have been confused and had to go and get his explanation or you just kind of picked it up in the way that he used it? Yeah, well, it took me half a day to really understand what he was saying because I was already had my mind set in how we used it at home. Yeah. So it's it's really good, you know. You know, kia kōrero tiake tēnei mea te kanorautanga in terms of the diversity and how kiwaha are used. Cool. Yeah. Hi, so inakua ngai taringa. There's two ways you can use it. Can I have a look? Let me see if it's a standalone kiwaha. Or if we're wanting to use it in context within a wider sentence, it can mean in particular, for instance, you know, and other translations there. Mm. Cool. Hokei e karema. Noreira, kia hoki whakamuri tātou, ki a tātou kōrero i muatura. I just want to have a, a little bit of a huritau. Okay, so the last time um, we got together and had a bit of a kōrero, uh, we looked at derived nouns. Tangas. Noreira, koe da tātou kaupapa i, uh, i muatura. A i tirohia hoki e tātou te hononga i waenganui i ngā derived nouns me ngā passive suffixes. So if you remember ngai taringa, we had a look at... Oh, Erica's... Erica's starting to stress out because she knows <laughs> she knows that we're going to pick on her because Te Pua Haiti isn't here. <laughs> yes, and Jared said that this level today is going to be quite high. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into some complex stuff. Wow. We had a look at derived nouns, kapai, and the relationship to the passive endings. So as an example, we had a look at moe, and then we know that the passive form of moe can be moea. And then, of course, when we take the derived noun, you know, we have the word moenga. And so there was a relationship there. Kapai? Yeah. There are other examples like kimi, kimihia, and kimihanga. Kimihanga. Yeah. So we know that there's a relationship between the derived noun endings, kapai, and the passive endings. And nine times out of ten, there's a, you know, hehononga. Yes. Um, and, and I think a really good one, especially for Erica, was the word inu. Mm. We had inu, then we had inumia, and then, of course, the derived noun would be inumanga. Inumanga. You know, so just he, he pakuhuritao, just, you know, just to cast our minds back to what we discussed before. And then we went up another level. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, where we had a look at tumahiporo. Yeah, two mahiporo, which are intransitive verbs. And sometimes when we're talking about intransitive verbs within the derived noun context, sometimes they change from the ah to the or. Okay, so this is just a little bit of revision. Yeah, I know. Exhales. Ne haki waho. Puha. However you want to, to phrase that. So we had things like torato hairinga. Torato hokinga. And of course, an example that I heard used by our old people, tomato huingatu kitikingi. Yeah. Yeah. And so for a lot of Taringa listeners, they would know that haere, hoki, and hui are actually verbs. But it seems that when we use, when we change 
to the words hiringa, hookinga, huinga, and other examples, they also change from the a to the o. And there are a lot of examples out there in our old texts, which um, is that a hard and fast rule? I've never seen the hard and fast rule, but when you look at the patterns, Okay. And then we got to something that I got a little bit of a growling from Parauni. <laughs> yeah. We sort of like in the one episode, we went one step a little bit too far. And it was when we started talking about hangu. So as an example, sometimes we're using the derived noun like the word whakawhitinga. Yeah. Ne? Now we know that that whakawhitinga can mean the crossing. Yeah. Yep. And I think Parauni preferred another word as opposed to whakawhitinga. Hoelo. Whakawhitianga. Whakawhitianga. Uh, just like whakahou, whakahouanga. Yeah. But sometimes what our old people did, they used the derived noun like whakawhitinga, but they would use it in a passive context. Yeah. So one of the examples, i takoto i au, i te ratua, was i te whakawhitinga o te manga tāwhiri e te pākeha. Yeah? What's wrong with that? Well, <laughs> now, now that's, a, that's a really good question. Because <laughs> it sounds good, eh? It sounds legit. <laughs> it sounds legit. It but is. actually, for a lot of our listeners out there, if we're learning passives, we go e te pākeha. Oh, we know that that's part of a passive context by the Pākehā. But when we have a look at the word whakawhitinga or whakawhitianga, it hasn't actually taken a passive ending. It's taken a derived noun ending. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> so, uh, so, a lot of our people will be going, a lot of our listeners out there will be thinking, Wait a minute, Ooh. where's the passive? Yeah, hold up. <laughs> That's right, MC Grammar's made a mistake. But actually there is an allowance there where we use the derived noun, but overall, we actually put it in a passive sentence. Ne? Yeah, I see now. So another example, which is probably a little bit clearer, that we used last time was, I te pāhuatanga. Yeah, so we know pāhuatanga, and we know tanga is a derived noun ending. I te pāhuatanga o rangi aufia e ngā yeah. So when Rangi Aufia was plundered by the soldiers. So we know Pahuatanga has been used as actually a derived noun, but it's actually been used in a passive sentence. And that's something that can be really confusing for a lot of our listeners out there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So a lot of people <laughs> would prefer <laughs> Ite Pahuatia or Rangi Aufia oh, e ngā hoi. Okay. Yeah. So you can do that. You can do that. But you can also say, I te pāhuatanga o rangi aofia e ngā And then we've got a mixture there, and that's where things can get a little confusing. That's not the, you know, nga, nga, he, he derived noun ke te nei. 
hey, te patunga o te kuri e te tangata. Koina. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So how are you feeling, Erica? You know, because I know that, that you're still coming along in our Te Reo Māori journey. How are you coping with that? To be honest, if I was listening to someone and they used that, I wouldn't even pick up on it. All I'm, I'll just hear the air and I'm like, oh, yep, that's the person who done it. <laughs> yeah, kapai. Wouldn't even probably pick up on whether it was a anga nga ria tia ending, to be honest. <laughs> well, actually, he paite na kiao, na te mea ko otaringa Māori e mahi nei. Yeah, so you're accepting the language for what it is and you understood it in the overall context. Yeah, so if you started to get confused going, oh, why has this person used the tanga and you don't understand the overall sentence, now that'll be, that wouldn't be the best situation to be in. Yeah, I think yeah? maybe I'm getting too ahead of myself and just assuming what they're saying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, you know, I thought within our revision, Iroti Tātātou Huritao, it was just good to spend a little bit more time on that to explain it for our Taringa listeners that, you know, sometimes we need to learn to accept this type of structure. Mm. Especially mō ngā mea, you know, āhua kaha nei te reo, te rāpe he tau hou, tēnei mō mō whakataputuranga ki a rātou, engari kāre he mate o tēnei whakataputuranga. Ah, he nui te whakamahinga o tēnei rerenga e o tātou tūpuna. Ai, ai. <laughs> well, yes, I got the nod of approval from the man himself. You lined yourself up <laughs> for that one. Now that I'm aware of it, I think I might notice it. Ka pai tēnā. He rawe tēnā whakaaro Erika. And you know, yeah, sometimes we just have to sit there and let us absorb the real. Mm. Yeah? Mm. Okay. Nā reira, i rungi tēnā whakaaro kia tahuri tātou ki tā tātou kaupapa hou okay. uh, i tēnei rā. And <laughs> oh, no, that, wasn't that was just our revision. <laughs> that was just our huritao. <laughs> And it's... Tika i te mea kaha i paku kōrero tia nei i te rātu, engari kāri i āta kōrero tia e tahi. Do reira whakaaro aki au, you know, i tēnei wahanga me whakawhānui pia ngā kōrero, kia pai ai tātātou koke whakamua. So let's move on to our actual kaupapa for this session e te whānau, and we are going to go back and have a look at our pūtohu or our um, mana particles, and we're going to be trying to to bring them into what we discussed last time. So, i tēnei wā ngai taringa, ko kōrero tātou mō ngā rerenga hāngu, but in particular, we're going to be talking about, wait for it, dun, 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 dun. modifying mana particles. Modifying mana particles, okay. Yep, kapai. And Erica's face just dropped off. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to be talking about modifying mana particles. Okay, you're probably thinking to yourselves, how hoki te modifying mana particle? Exactly. That's exactly what I'm thinking. So within our mana particles, we have the words kau, noa, tonu, rawa, and ke. Okay. And actually, when we use kau, noa, tonu, rawa, and ke, in a passive sentence, they actually take a passive ending as well. Okay. So as an example... Oh, yep. Yep, kapai. So we, you're, you're with us. Ketia. Aye. So ketia. And I'm, yep. Yep. I'm pretty sure that we've already had a look at this within our Taringa sessions. Kapai. So as an example, Erica, if I was to say, e keria, e keria ana, te rua e ngā tāne. Hea te whakapākehā tanga o tēnā? Oh, the 
hole has been dug by the men. Kapai, the hole is being dug by the men. Now, if I was to say to you, e keria tonu tiana te rua e ngātāne, how has that changed? How have we modified our sentence? The hole is still being dug. Yeah, kapai. Kapai tēnā. And so, of course, kapai, Erika. Tino pai, Erika. Yeah. So let's have a look at another example. I rui ruia te whenua ki ngā purapura. E tai, hea ki a koe te whakapākea tango tēnei rerenga. I rui ruia te whenua ki ngā purapura. The ground or the land was sprinkled with seeds. Kapai. Oh. Now, let's chuck a ketia in there, yeah? I rui ruia ketia te whenua ki ngā purapura. E tai? The ground or land has already been sprinkled with seeds. Kapai. So within these modifying manner particles, kapai, we use them in our passive sentences and nine times out of ten, they take the tia ending. Yeah? So we can have ke tia, tonu tia, noa tia, rawa tia. Yeah? And that's how we would use them in our passive sentences. Now, I know that this is probably an episode we've already studied. But I just want to move on a little bit from there. So we have ko, noa, tonu, rawa, and ke. Yeah? Yeah. And I think it was actually... um. Antipans that come up with kanataraka, yeah, or a contract. Oh. Kanataraka. <laughs> so, <laughs> kanataraka and hepu maharatera, mo maharai te tangata kuwefia ngā, ngā modifying mana particles e tikana, irotu i ngā rere ngā hangu. So that's one, yeah. Let's have a look at other words that actually don't take a passive ending, but we can use them in our passive sentences, oh. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there are other modifying manner particles like pair, yeah, or like anō. Now let's have a kōrero about anō. So we know that there's a lot of people out there, and perhaps this is an iwi preference, that we use the word anōtia, yeah? Kakeria anōtia te rua e ngātāne. Now there are some iwi that use anōtia, but I grew up, I never heard our old people use anotia. He whakaaro o e tai? Ki te anotia? Kareo e whakai. Well, and there we have it, ngai taringa. It was just kareo e whakai, kare hoki au e whakai. And it's, it's something that people hear the word kautia, tonutia, rawatia, and they think, oh, well, perhaps ano is also within that whānau. But yeah. I know that I'm quite clear about that ano does not take the passive ending. Tahi ana he pe te wā, e moha nau mehemeh ko te rā nōtia. Ai. Engari he rere ke tērā. Ai, he rere ke anō tērā. Te rā nōtia. Ko te anō, me tōna kotahi, kia au nei karau e whakai ana ke whai kūmuri hāngu. Yeah? Mm. Kapai. Now, let's move on to probably our last kaupapa for this session. And it's something that a lot of people... Oh, hold up, hold up. Okay. Is hoki one of those that don't take a passive? Could that be one? Or no? Hoki does not take a passive as well. Ne? No, 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 no. <laughs> kaua, 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 kaua. <laughs> kore, 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 kore. Yep. So, you know, some examples that don't take a passive ending, ko hoki te tehi, ko pea, ko anō, 
kokoa, yeah, so they don't take a passive ending, but can still be used in passive sentences. Yeah, okay, And I've sort of like named them, I'm not too sure if it's the right name, but I've called them modifying verb or noun phrases. Okay? So it's actually where you use words like whanui, katoa, penei, pena, pera, kino, haere. So there's a whole lot of words that actually, they're not particles, they're words or verbs or nouns within their own right, but they also take a passive ending. Now, you know, within the knowledge that ko, ko te koro neihana o kingi tu heitia i wiki, I remember my my grandmother talking about the lands, kapai, and te tehi korero e kaha mahara nau, ko tana korero e whenei ana, i mahi a kinotia o mātou whenua. Yeah? I mahi a kinotia. I mahi a kinotia. Ai. I mahi a kinotia o mātou whenua. Oh. So when you're listening to that, Erika, he hara o whakaaro, he hara te whakapākeha tanga ki ākoe, i mahi a kinotia o mātou whenua. Our land was used for bad things. Ai, okay, kapai. E tai he haki ākoe, i mahi a kinotia o mātou whenua. Our land was used badly. Ai. So in the context of what she was talking about, she was talking about how the land was actually confiscated. Illegally. Ah, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, well, but you know, etikana tena, but within the context, she was actually talking about how our land was illegally confiscated. So, imahia kinotia or mato finua. So, a lot of people would be thinking, oh, so uh, why does kino take a passive ending? Yeah, especially after what you just said. That's right. <laughs> so, there are standalone nouns or verbs that do take that passive ending. So, if I was to say to you, Erica, mahia fenetia. Yeah, if I was to say to you, mahia fenetia, so I'll put it in context, ne? Okay. I'm demonstrating something to you and you're not really paying any attention to me and you're going off on your own way. I'll say to you, hey, hey, kau, kau, mahia fenetia. What do you think I've just said? Do it like this. Kapai. <laughs> it's exactly right, etikana tēnā. Do it like this. So mahia fenetia. Another example would be if now, if we were to go back to our... Keriana iterua. Yeah. If I was to say to you, Ikeria haeretia terua engatane. Ikeria haeretia terua engatane. The the hole is being dug by the men. It's a hard one, eh? This is a hard one. It's it's happening. It's gradually happening. happening. And they're trying to fit in the haeretia within the context, eh? The hole was dug, not continually, but... Yeah. I So, you know, I would use the sort of like dug around or, or dug about, yeah. you know, and you can sort of like picture someone digging a hole, but they're moving as they're doing it, mm. as opposed to being stationary in one place. Right. So when you start within our passive sentences, you know, going into what I say, you know, taumata tuarua, taumata tuatoru, where we start using different levels of language, then things can actually become quite tricky. And that, this is how you would like 
paint really amazing pictures with real by adding in all these little words, say, making it super descriptive with just these little words. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I can't paint to save myself. But, you know, when we start having a look at language, I actually like, you know, tēnā whakāro. If we're thinking about language as an art, well, this is how we, you know, all the inflections and all these little rules of grammar is how we paint that beautiful masterpiece yeah. within our reo. Exactly, Anna. So there's, you know, we ngai taringa, mehe mea he, he tauhau e nei kōrero ki a koutou, kāpai. So just to our taringa listeners out there, you know, if we're just starting with being able to use an air in our passive sentences, a e pai ana tēnā, Engari, he, he ture, he rawake hanga, he whakarākei hanga anō i roto i, I ngā rerenga hāngu. So there are other ways that we can fancy our sentences up. And by using our modifying noun phrases, our modifying verb phrases, our modifying manner particles, that's how we start getting more complex within uh, our use of passive sentences. Mm-hmm. Nā reira, koi nei tā tātou kaupapi i tēnei rā e te whānau. Yeah, having a look at our passive sentences, which I know we've had a look at within our previous sessions of Taringa, but it's just taking it that one step further. Hey, whakarongo mai mā koutou i tēnei rā. Very cool. Pewhia o, uh, no roro, Erika. Oh, I'm just kind of feeling inspired. I went to this, um, uh, everyone knows I am no grammar person, so this is not my sort of art form. But I went to this uh, Māori party conference recently and one of the speakers, when they were talking about real, said something like, oh, what is a language but a poetry of a masterpiece? And I was like, oh, my God, he's so right. <laughs> and that resonated with you, Ne? Yeah. And I was like, yep, it's, it's an art, just not an art that I'm good at, but <laughs> it's an art. <laughs> <laughs> No reira, uh, ngai taringa, mehe mea herite o koutou whakaaro ki o Erika. So, you know, if you're feeling a, a little bit overwhelmed, you know, just like any masterpiece, if you want to create a masterpiece, you actually have to put your brush to the canvas. Yeah? Mm. Which means you also have to, to give it a go. Yeah? If we want to create that language masterpiece, sometimes, you know, when I was writing, and this is how old I am, we used to have twink. Yeah, we used to have a go at writing out here and we used to twink things out. <laughs> and it's just like experiencing um, coming on this language journey. Sometimes we need to make those mistakes, but always be mindful of, hey, there is another way of saying things. I can make this a little bit more complex. I can make this uh, sentence a little bit more beautiful by using some of these manner particles. Yeah. Uh, me te tumanako, ko ngā mea i paike a koutou, ko i nei e te hi āhuatanga, hei whakamahi mai mā koutou, e ngai taringa. Noreira, kia ora tātou. Ok. Tēnā rawa atu koe tai, e mihi ake ana e nai nei, that Erika's, I'm going to be hearing, you know, i patua haere tia, i mahi a haere tia, ka rango nau, i te mahi ngā mai o te mea rā e ia. Oh my gosh. Engari, e tika tau, you know, your tato e korona mo te... <laughs> yeah, but it is, you know, and it's, it is, it's the, um, we're talking about the canvas of the brush. In other words, it's a, a looking at it as adding flavour, mm. you know. Condiments. So while you've got, yes, some little, some little sprinklings just to give it 
give your your reo a bit more flavour. And really, even though the grammar definition may be complex, whatever, there's only a grammar definition. Oh, a, a definition by way of grammar. Kaua koutou e maharahara i te kupu, e rangiruara nei i te kupu, e hopi ira nei i te kupu complex. Ki te rongo i te complex, you think, oh my God, what do you, what do you think waretos would be for complex? Komo preke, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably something like that. <laughs> so it's a grammar term, e te whanau. That's what I wanted to say. Don't think because it says complex, e tahi o koutou kareano ki a tai ki tētahi taumata e tāia nei e koutou tēnei reo e kōrero tia nei te whai, te kōrero me te ako. Ai, tautoko. Wena tāku ki a tātou. Hoeno, e mihi aki ana MC Grandma. Te nā koe, te nā kōrua. He's a grandma freak. Grandma freak. Te nā koe. He knows his E's and keys, <laughs> and the R and O's are down. The passes they won't make you frown, and he's funky in Tokoroa town. He's a grandma freak, grandma freak, grandma freak. Now, Ehoma, if you could see what Prani is wearing on his T-shirt, he's got the word "dope" on there, and that was a pretty dope impromptu rap there. <laughs> Actually, you know, I'm, I think we should do a music video using that Langi. We'll put it into APRA. Um, yeah, anyway, watch the space at Tefano. <laughs> Venus. Me rātou te hunga i Nekeki Ahitreiria. This is our first kapaka to ever come from really? um, Ahitreiria. Te whenua moemoea back in the 80s. Wow. And this, this weata e koana was one of the favourites. It was a choral piece that they performed at Te Matatini 1994. And then it was formerly known as the Aotearoa Māori Performing Arts Festival. Nō era e te whānau, whakarongo mai e koana. Kei te harikoa māua, kia harikoa tātou. Whakarongo mai. Oh, 
you managed to bring up a little piece of historical fact that I just learned. Yes. I did not know that the first Ahitereiria group started back then. I thought that was only a new thing. Yeah, and you know when, actually it would be a really good taringa to do, but um, I remember when uh, Te Hui Ngawaka came on the scene and it was such a big talk of the time. E haere mai ana tētahi, and everybody had these funny perceptions of what they were going to do in their performance. Like, were they yeah. even going to do kapahaka? Yeah. E hoki ana oku whakaaro. Wow. Um, ki yeah. Actually, kapahaka's come a long way in that respect. You know, there's there's kapa over in Dubai all the time and mm-hmm. Hawaii. Yeah, I've been to Hawaii to judge at a kapahaka festival over there. And it was amazing, the talent, um, you know, i whakaako, the the year I went, and they haven't had that festival in a, in, a, in a while, but the year that I was very honoured and privileged to judge at, a group that was probably 90, 99% kanaka. Really? So Native Hawaiian one. There was one or two Māori in their cool. group. One of them was the tutor, the poako. Did they stick tuturu to um, Māori styles or to kanaka Māori styles? No. That was kapahaka, so me kapahaka. Cool. You know, if a, if a Māori does a hula, you do the hula. Yeah. You know, when I caught up with their, their poako hone, and hone was whakamā initially that they won, that they beat these groups. You know, we had a group come from Ngāti Rānana came, and they were amazing, from London. And then we had a couple of teams from Hawaii that were, you know, mainly Māori that lived in Hawaii, yeah. in Oahu. And then this Kawaii, this team from Kawaii won. But anyway, later he said it was a tutor's dream. <laughs> you know, he said practice start at nine, they're there at half past eight, ready to go. And really, the the hula is, or from what I've learned in my little corridor with friends that are kumu, so tutors of of hula of hello. You know, they're very, very. I wouldn't say it's just a way of being. Um, so. They just transferred, those are the things they transferred into Kapaaka. Yeah. So no, he was saying there was no chatter on the floor. There was, you know, be there this time, they're there half an hour early. No moaning, no, you know. 
need a break for this and that. Yeah, <laughs> and they tell people 10 minute break and they're gone for half an hour. Queen, yeah, tika, Queen Ite, Ahunga, Te Kapaika. See, look, just where that song took us on a little wānanga, a little journey. I'll say. Um, engari, e te iwi, tēnā kia whakarongo tonu, go back and have a listen to the episode and do your own rangahau. I runga i ngā kōrero i putara i te rā nei. Yeah, I'm, I mean, yeah. I've got things to look into from that kōrero with Jared. Wow. Well, you'll be you'll be more attuned to. You'll, you'll, it's another thing you're going to be attuned to now and you're going to notice in your listening karongona koe e tahi e kōrero Māori ana. You go, oh, there's just things that you're going to yeah. pick up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now that I'm aware of it. Hoia noi te whānau, e mihi ake ana ki a koutou, tēnā rawatu koutou mo koutou e tautoko mai nei i te punua pāho o Taringa. Ngā mihi atu ki a koutou katoa, uh, ana atu ia, atu ia māua, atu ia mātou o Taringa o tira i te wānonga o te roa. E mihi ake ana ki a koutou hurihuri noa. Tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou. Hei kona mai rā. Hei kona! Fokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hooker force Kou papa relevant, kou papa out of bounds Kou papa exigent, kou papa paramount Nā kona whakapiri mai ki te Kou papa tino whakahira hira Fokorongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai o taringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kani kani move that body Kani kani move that body Taringa he mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa, a nā te māngai pāho me irirangi te motu i tautoko. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe, or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Taringa, whakarongo mai. <laughs>